for everyone who got involved with our Tamagotchi thing we were doing yesterday, cue ball, uh, the Tamagotchi uh, little creature that we birthed together. Do you remember that one yesterday's show? We birthed him together, we named him together, we're going to look after him together. Uh, and um, basically the, the little toy, the Tamagotchi toy, I bought it from my eldest daughter, Erin. She thought it wasn't worth looking at, not interested, and I thought I'd prove to her that it's a brilliant thing. Tamagotchis are brilliant things. Had quite high hopes looking into the weekend about, you know, spending some time with Q-Ball. I've got some sad news to report, everyone. Uh, I went to board game club last night after the show. I checked on Q-Ball on the way in, uh, and he had, I'll be honest with you, he had two poos in his room. I thought, I'll tidy them later on. And then I thought he was asleep on the train, so I just watched Squid Game. And then this morning I've checked on him because uh, the Tamagotchi is attached to my keys as a key ring. He's dead. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry to report. Right at the start of the show, what a downer. Cue ball sadly expired overnight in a room filled with his own poo. I feel terrible. He's now sleeping well with the angels. Uh, and, yeah, I just thought this is... I just wanted to be honest with you guys right at the start because I know that you were as excited as I was about cue ball, the Tamagotchi. However... I thought this could... Uh, let's not let him uh, pass on to the, a different sphere in vain. I'm obviously being accused on Twitter by a lot of people of uh, Tamagotchi neglect, which I think is fair enough, because I did uh, you know, have a night at a board game club knowing full well that Q-Ball had two poos in his room. So first hour of the show, let's be honest, cards on the table, what have you neglected? For example, have you accidentally killed someone's plants when you were supposed to be looking after them on holiday? Or broken something you should have been looking after for someone as well, like an item. Invested in a brand new hobby but then couldn't be bothered and it's now gathering dust and making you feel bad somewhere upstairs in the loft. Any of these things count R.I.P. Q-Ball. People being quite brutal to me on uh, Twitter and Instagram about uh, the sad death of Q-Ball, the Tamagotchi. Tweezer Geezer says, crying out loud, Bush, how'd you do it? How'd you kill it in under 12 hours? Thanks, mate. And someone else just says, already. Come on, be kind. I am, uh, you know, I'm cut up about the fact that uh, the Tamagotchi that we all parent, we're going to parent here on Home Time has expired overnight. It's negligent. I'm aware of that. Mark Bentley says, when I was still living at my parents' house, I went clubbing and staggered uh, in a bit worse for wear in the middle of the night. Thought I'd better get on the sofa and accidentally slam the living room door and the canary went crazy. The next day, my mum found it dead. That's awful, but I bet it's good to get it off your chest, Mark. Spud says, my herb plants. I should really invest in a small greenhouse because they don't survive in my kitchen. My coriander and parsley look like Shane McGowan after a 72-hour bender. Thank you for these. It's making me feel a bit better. Ian Hobbs says, and my wife has had endless hobbies that she couldn't be bothered with. We're saying that's an example of negligence, buying it and then not getting into it. Uh, he says, it's a standing joke in our house. Uh, tap dancing, flute, guitar, etc. Sold all of the stuff uh, in the cupboard. It's never been seen again. TJ said, I borrowed my mate's Evil Knievel stunt kit once in my attempt to try and get him to jump over the dog. I, I wound it that fast that the handle snapped off. I blame the dog to this day my mate still doesn't know the truth again negligence uh, let's go to the phones we've got Sandra on the Isle of Butte how is the Isle of Butte this evening Sandra oh it's very 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 wet and miserable and cold it bet it's cold and I mean we, we talk about the big coat protocol on the show quite a bit yeah have you uh, invoked. could you it's been it's been invoked already up there north oh, of the border yeah absolutely it's absolutely tipping it down so yeah it's cold Sandra, did you get clearance? Did you get clearance from the home time show to crack out the big coat? Because that is how the protocol works. <laughs> no, 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 no. In Scotland, we have our own big coat protocol, as you know. Actually, do you, do you know what? And that's absolutely fine. Let's not get stuck into that tonight on the show. I'd uh, love to hear from you, Sandra. Uh, what, what were you negligent about? Uh, it was my brother's fish. Yeah. He, he had like little tropical fish in a tank, and we were both teenagers, and me and my teenage friend were in the kitchen. 
he was cleaning the tank, he went to the toilet. We thought it'd be really funny to hide his fish. Yep. So we put all his fish in a great big man mug and we put the tap on really quick to keep the fish alive and it was hot water. Oh. And we died. Oh my lord, and what's, what's your brother's name? Chris, Chris Jones. Chris, I bet Chris Jones has never let you forget that, what happened to his fish. No, and he, the, the hard thing was, he saw it, did it on purpose, and he was crying, and oh. then I was crying. It, it genuinely was an accident. It was a, a jolly jeep gone wrong, Bush. It was, it was a tale a tale for everyone, uh, a warning for everyone, and, you know, mucking around with fish and hot water. Um, thank you so much. That is pure negligence. Negligence. And I've killed many Tamagotchis in the 90s, by the way. My daughter had loads and I killed them all when she was at school. I think you've got form on this. I'm starting to worry. <laughs> Lovely to speak to you, Sandra. Take care. Thanks, Bye-bye. Kirsty says, I collect Tamagotchis and I'm very disappointed in you, Bush. R.I.P. Cue ball. All right, we've, we've dealt with this. I have been negligent. I've held my hands up and said, I'm very sorry. I'm afraid I accidentally killed our um, Tamagotchi creature overnight because he didn't clean up his room. Bit of an overreaction, but anyway, he's up in the heavens now with the angels. Have you done something reckless or negligent? Lee says, I killed my mum's bonsai when she went to Australia. It was right next to the sink, but I never watered it. What an animal. Steph says, I was house-sitting for a friend and I accidentally melted a spatula whilst cooking. I felt terrible as she'd had the spatula for 25 years. That's a hell of a time to have a spatula. If you've got a kitchen item that you've had for longer than 25 years, damn it, I want to hear about it on tonight's show, 8, 12, 15. And then there's Keefe who says, Bush, I bought a pair of £395 Prada loafers. Just imagine what they look like in your mind at the moment. £395 Prada loafers. Wore them once, realised I looked like something out of the Sopranos. Left them in the cupboard nine years ago. And then it gets darker. It says, my ex-wife messaged me this week to say she'd found them in a clear-out. Were they real or should they go in the bin? He says both. There's a lot to unpack there. Some amazing things coming in. You guys always come up with the goods. Vicky from Birmingham says, I've got a bread knife. That was my nan's. He bought it in 1947. What about that? Michelle says, my mum still has a wooden spatula that I made at school and I'm now 52. Uh, And then this one says, good evening, Andy. I still uh, am using a set of prestige stainless steel saucepans daily. They were bought for my first flat back in 1987. They're almost bulletproof. Best regards, Brian Barber. I'm just going to come out and say it. Squid Game is one of my favourite TV shows I think I've ever seen in my entire life. It's absolutely brilliant. I know sometimes that thing where everyone's talking about it, Squid Game this, Squid Game that, uh, your natural reaction is to, I don't want to watch it then because everyone's talking about it. Watch it, it's brilliant. Quite weird, very weird actually. Set in Korea, a group of people made to play childhood games with deadly consequences. I won't ruin it for you. The first game that they have to play is a thing called Red Light, Green Light, which is a little bit like our version of... uh, What's the time, Mr. Wolf? Do you remember that one from from when you were a kid at school? You had to creep up behind the counter, the person that's counting, and then they turn, and when they turn, you have to be statue still, otherwise you're out of the game. It's like that, but like I say, slightly more deadly consequences. But what I do love about it is just seeing different countries' versions of, like, famous childhood games, you know what I mean? And that's the brilliant thing about kids' imaginations and the stuff you come up to entertain yourselves with when you're on the yard. So this hour of the show... Uh, tell me about a game that you made up at school. You made up on the schoolyard. You kind of created it and know it might be completely unique to your area or your school or your group of friends. Uh, and this is a th- interesting Ben says, I remember in primary school being forced to link arms with my peers and stride down the playgrounds during break time yelling, who wants to play war or who wants to play hide and seek? Weirdly, we used to do that as well. Strange way of drumming up numbers, isn't it? 
So if you've made up a game, tell us about it. Start on home time. Uh, the other twin on Twitter says we made it. Made up a game called Electric Sausage. It's fine. It's, fine. it's absolutely fine. Uh, minimum of eight people holding hands, running as fast as they can in a line, one behind the other. The leader then had to make a sudden turn, and the poor person on the end of the line got flung around with the G-force of a Formula One driver. It got banned due to too many injuries. Uh, John says, static shock. A simple game of joining hands and all rubbing feet on the carpet to build up a static charge without the teacher or other classmates knowing. Then the person on the end would discharge to an unsuspecting victim. It's pretty brutal, isn't it? I think it's even worse, though, when you guys like tell me about a game that you made up at school, but you don't really clarify what it was. Connor says they used to play a game called Milk Sock Roundabout. That sounds incredibly worrying. Uh, Rich Young says Park Hall Youth Club, we invented ninja football. Basically, if you had the ball, you could be ninjaed by everyone else. It got banned. Uh, Spud says, not me, but I recall the story of Julian Cope playing a game on his tour bus called Sock. Uh, the crew had to put a sock over their heads, climb out the window of the bus, shimmy around the perimeter of the outside and climb back in the same window whilst it was moving. That's according to Spud. I can't confirm or deny it. I've got Steve on the line. Steve, mate, what game did you used to play at school? Um, well, we, obviously British Bulldog. Um, uh, tackling people as they run up and down. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was banned by our primary school because they said it was too dangerous. Yeah. So we renamed it Butterscotch. I like that. Um, so when they <laughs> when they accused us of what we were playing, say, well, no, we're not playing British Bulldog, we're playing Butterscotch. I love the name of it. Um, so it's got a like, kind of like, fun, gentle yeah. touch to it, Butterscotch. Butterscotch has never hurt anyone, is it? No, I mean, we were only like eight or nine, so... It was the best we could come up with. Joe, you know, I like this because yeah. we've had a couple of other tweets from people. Alice has tweeted a bit earlier on saying that they renamed British Bulldog to, as Shed to try and get around the rules and regulations of their school as well. Anyone listening to this right now, if you've uh, come up with a fantastic rebranding of British Bulldog to be able to play it at school, tell us about it now, 8, 12, 15. Steve, lovely to speak to you. Thanks a lot. Uh, do you remember Connor who tweeted earlier on? He came up with a game called Milk Sock Roundabout and we were all a bit concerned. He's come back on Twitter to uh, clarify it. He says, take a gym sock from the lost and found, soak it in milk, spin around on the playground roundabout until dizzy and attempt to whack friends in the mouth with the sock. Milk sock roundabout, he says, as if that's completely normal. Uh, Willie Gray says, Grand National. Uh, we had to jump over the hedges in our street. These look very strange. Have we got Jack on the line? Tell us about your game, Jack. Right, so we used to have this like, uh, game where it was, it was like King of the Stairs. It used to be, um, it, it used to be a bit like... Um, What's time myself? And what we used to do was uh, one person would turn their back yeah. and then you'd have to run up the stairs and get them. But the thing is, if they caught you, they kick you down a step. But what was worse for them is we used to run up the stairs and throw them down the bottom. Oh, my God, Joe, this sounds absolutely brutal. Which which prison were you in? Was it Broadmoor or which one? <laughs> it was Nottingham Westdale School. You know, but I don't live there anymore, anymore in Nottingham. I've moved up to Whitby, so I brought the violence with me. Good lad. And are you, it was called King of the Stairs, this game, if anyone's listening and thinking they might know it. And you've turned yeah, out all right yeah. in the end, haven't you, Jack? Yeah, yeah, I've turned out well-stabled human being. So, you know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, what job do you do now, Jack, having played a game like that when you were a kid? Uh, I'm a night porter at Raithwaite Hall, so a very posh place now. Fantastic. So, and if you get into any bother on the stairs, you're sorted, aren't you? You know what to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll sort them out. I'll make sure that the 80-year-old guests know where to go. 
<laughs> Good to speak to you, man. Have a brilliant uh, no Thursday night. Take care. Right, you too. Uh, I'm having to take a lot of these games that you claim to have made up at school with a pinch of salt. Uh, Owen has texted to say, we used to play Slippery Pig. It involved getting naked and covering one of the local pigs in butter. First to pin the pig to the floor, one. What the hell's going on there? And he won't pick his phone up. I'm not surprised, mate. Uh, we've got Paul from Middlesbrough on the phone. Tell us about the game that you used to make up and play at school. So basically, um, it was heads and volleys, um, which is a football game. Yeah. Um, and the loser... Um, was subjected well heads and volleys punishment and, and the loser was subjected to um, various punishments. Uh, the right. one in the first round was like called a tap, right? Which was just like a basic kick. Um, after that, it was called a rocket, which was a slightly harder kick. Where and are these kicks going, by the way? On the backside. Fair enough. Um, and the last one was called the washing machine, Oof. and basically um, everyone gathered hands. Uh, someone went in to the washing machine, which the loser went in the washing machine. And um, basically, everyone just like kind of kicked them till they got out. Oh my God! What used to? This is Middlesbrough. The games played in Middlesbrough. This kind of thing. What used to go on up there? It's unbelievable. Yeah, this was a game in Middlesbrough. Yeah, so hey, but I Paul early nineties, but I don't think they. Uh, I'm pretty sure they don't play it now. Anyway, I tell you what, your your upbringing in Middlesbrough makes Angela's ashes look like a walk in the park. It's unbelievable. It certainly does. It certainly does. Someone has sent in a message that ends with Cheers Badger. I don't know whether that's like a, like a colloquialism. Cheers Badger, or he's actually called Badger. But anyway, here's the message. He says, Hi, Bush sans Richie, because Richie's away on holiday this week. I was just wondering if you could send a little public apology to my beautiful partner, Emma, after I ruined her night last night at the gig I got her tickets to for her birthday as my back spasmed. And I had to sideline myself and leave her alone in the middle of the crowd and sit it out, which, for which I'm deeply sorry, but it was unavoidable. I love her to pick pieces if you've ever accidentally ruined something for someone else in your life text me about it we've got to do a phone in on this at some point in the future hope you're doing right there badger and feeling a bit better if that is your name if you're having a child's tea this evening even though if you're a grown-up you're just having a tea that's mainly made for kids and you don't care because you're enjoying it and it's channeling the good old days maybe alpha bites or something like that you enjoy it uh, loving your messages talking of kids and all that kind of thing childhood games still coming through things that you've made up at school um lucy hopkins has tweeted me with a game that she made up at school called one of my friends and I made up a game called Trip the Boys Up at primary school. Uh, we held one end of a skipping rope each and ran into the pitch where the boys were playing football, taking them out one by one with the skipping rope. Unbelievable. Girls could be brutal too, that's for sure. 